Hi, welcome to Two Towns Over. This show is made possible by our patrons. If you want to monetarily support the show, we're at patreon.com slash two towns over. If you can't support us financially, then you can support us algorithmically by liking, rating, and sharing. Thanks. Enjoy the show. Sex. Yes, <laughs> this is what happens when we know the button gets pressed. <laughs> <coughs> I didn't say it good so that people would think that it was a thing that we were just talking about, <laughs> but that's the goal. <laughs> uh, welcome, everybody, to Campfire Tales. I am Donathan. I'm um, Goshua. That's what my little baby cousin used to call me. It's adorable. <laughs> uh, I'm Josh, also known as Slim Butthole. Nice. Nice. Okay. <laughs> Slim Shady's roll successful cousin. I'm going to get Josh one of those magnetic poetry things. Yeah. Just words. And he's going to pull two out every day. Yes. That's actually, yes. That's, that's actually, exactly what I need. Yeah. 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 Actually, same kind of. <laughs> Except I'd like to focus on, like, four letters. Thank you. <laughs> so I found a story this week. It's actually kind of good. It is the world's luckiest, unluckiest man. Is it the guy that fell out of a plane and lived? Yes. And then his car exploded twice? Yes. Nice. Holy shit, the what the fuck? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's a crazy Or more story. shit happens, but. That's, no, 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 no. <laughs> I also know the story. You just got it so fast. I know. <laughs> I love this story. I love it so much. So this, I got this story, I got this, I mean, I heard the story somewhere else, but the best writing of it is Ripley's Believe It or Not. That's where I heard uh, it. Yeah. So Frane Selic of Croatia, or I've heard it pronounced, uh, for some reason people call him Frank. Don't know why. Sure. But Frank Selic of Croatia has a reputation as the world's luckiest man, or unluckiest depending on your outlook. He said to have survived a train crash, a plane crash, and a car crash, and that's just the start of his impossible brushes with death. I think I've read this exact article. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. This might be a short one then. So this you... is it won't be. <laughs> I I love this story because it is the embodiment of what my belief system is. You are way more fragile and way yes. more durable than you think you are. Yes. Like if you if you do it just right it's like you'll you'll probably be fine but if you fuck up even a little bit just body positioning anything uh-huh. it you'll die immediately like let, let me let me tell you what recently made it clear to me that my body is more fragile than it used to be you got out of bed yes i'm coming up on 27 damn you ain't even there yet i know i fucking hate you i know but Every year for my birthday, I get like a, a new something that pops or something that creaks mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. I got my birthday present early this year yeah. because now I have discovered that if I sleep wrong, it takes me about three days to get back. I slept wrong 
four nights ago. Mm-hmm. Today is the first day since then that my shoulder has not hurt. Mm-hmm. I've had a pain between my shoulder blades for about a week now. And Cindy promised that from the Mother's Day, Father's Day, whatever, that mm-hmm. time period, that we were going to get massages. It didn't happen? It hasn't happened yet. I've had a pain between my shoulder blades for a week now. And I asked her, I was like, when are we doing that massage? She goes, oh, yeah, I guess, yeah, we never did book that. And then mm-hmm. she still hasn't said anything about it. My mm. neck has been hurting since 2004. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. I read, though, and I was a kid that got in trouble for, like... Reading under the desk. Yeah, me too. It's and literally I stopped one day. It's literally why... Oh, I stopped reading under the desk. I just blatantly would read the wrong... Th- <laughs> I, didn't give, I didn't give a fuck. I was autistic. I... Um, I, my eyesight and my neck problems are both from that time period when I was like a middle high schooler, just uh-huh. voraciously consuming every book I could get my hands on that was not city council approved or whatever. Um, they stopped giving me AR points and I just didn't see the point anymore. Uh, they stopped giving me AR points and I began reading more. <laughs> I, so like even now I was listening. So me and my friend uh, John, Tall John, I think you've met him once or twice. Yeah. Um, you know John. Mm-hmm. Um, he reads like I do. And we both have like uh, audiobooks. And over the past, th- uh, what's today? Sunday, Saturday, Friday, Thursday night. So over the past three days, I have read two. Uh, Two novels from a two and a half novels from a series, uh-huh. just because I've been listening to it at like one point six speed or whatever, yeah, so that I can consume more of it faster, yeah, <laughs> and uh, that's never going to change. That's what Cindy does with our podcast. Got in the yeah. car the other day, and she had been you heard your own voice and going was, at one point five and times, and we had to go. And it was like, Jesus Christ, what are you doing? Because I've got to catch up because she's still back on West Memphis because she doesn't yeah. listen when she's not at work. John, on her way to work. John listens at two times speed. No. Fuck that. It's wild. Okay. I've tried it. The highest I can get before I, like, I start having to, like, really concentrate on following along at about 1.7. Yeah. Like, it's it's a lot. <laughs> so, this humble man was born in Croatia in 1929. He led a relatively unremarkable life as a music teacher, until a fateful train journey in 1962 set off an unbelievable, impossible chain of events. He's, what What year was he born again? 29? 30, 39. Hold on. 29. You were right. <coughs> 1929. So he's not quite 40 years old yet. Right. So while riding the rails from Sarajevo to Dubrovnik, a freak accident saw his train catapulted into a river. 17 passengers were killed. Selleck Selleck reports, but he was able to swim to shore with nothing but a broken arm and hypothermia for his troubles. He's like, yeah, man. uh, I don't know a Croatian accent. (laughs) It's it's kind of like you're Hungarian. (coughs) I don't know if it is. (laughs) I don't know if your Hungarian accent is like Hungarian. Uh, It turns out it's pretty close. Um, (laughs) Hungary is over there. So is Croatia. Is it? Yeah. Ah. Uh, the Hungarians in there. You, yeah. you you break out the Hungarians. Sarajevo, that's Yugoslavia. Is it? Yeah. Yugoslavia. Yeah. <laughs> so um, he would be like, "Hey man, 
I fucking fell out of train. <laughs> it flew. <laughs> That's it. Okay. <laughs> so this herring event was just... He a... collapsed immediately. <laughs> uh-huh. This herring event was just a drop in the ocean compared to what was in store for him next. The very next year, Frank was flying from Zagreb to Rijeka or Ridyek. I don't know. Where is it? Ridyeka? Nope. Yeah. R-I-J-E-K-A. Ridyeka. He reports that an accident saw a door come detached from the aircraft, which presently crashed. This time, 19 people lost their lives, while the superhuman Selic was reportedly found in a haystack. Holy shit. Yeah. My dude pulled an assassin. I was going to say, dude. Holy fuck. <laughs> From 30,000 feet, this man <laughs> fell into a hay bale and lived. Assassin's Creed is the most realistic game on the market. The most I realistic. <laughs> I fully believe it now. I still don't believe it, though, when you fall into like a, a cart and you can hear when you hit the cart go... Thum! Yeah, because you uh-huh. know that's you hitting the fucking wood. Well, no, because the suspension you see it makes yes, a because carts in Valhalla and fucking yeah. Viking ages yeah. were known for their superior suspension. Clearly, yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely would die because you, <laughs> you would hit the cart. It would break, yeah. and then you would hit the fucking cobblestones, right. and you well, would see, die. No, because that's the thing, right? It's the same with, like, WWE, where they would, like, throw them through tables. The table actually breaks your fall. So when you, hit the cart, when you hit the cart, the wheels are going to break off, because that's the point where they're structurally the weakest, and the cart's going to fall down, but that's actually, it's going to do more to, like, break your inertia. Okay, explain the piles of leaves, then. No. he said uh nah (laughs) so he awoke in a hospital appropriately rattled but really none the worse for wear what i thought he had injuries from that one um probably like a little bit he's bruised yeah i mean you would be he's gonna have he's gonna be in the shower the next day like where did this bruise come oh (laughs) he's gonna be like damn my back kind of (laughs) oh So next on the list of modes of transport that clearly think that Frank Selleck did them a great personal wrong, we have the bus. Oh, I forgot about the bus. In 1966, the unfortunate man was in another fatal accident when the bus he was riding again plunged into a river. This is what year? This is 66. This man has not yet reached 40. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There were four casualties on that accident, but again, he can't. How many? Four. Oh. I thought you said 40. I was no. like, damn, that's a full bus. But again, he came out largely unscathed. Now, a couple of comparatively uneventful years passed until 1970. There he is. A couple of anxiety-filled <laughs> years. I'm just going to walk. No, 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 no. Because then someone falls out of a building onto you <laughs> while you're walking with your hands in your pockets. Oh, yeah. I was, I was about that's to the mystery of Frank Selleck. <laughs> that's where he ended. Uh... So, until 1970, when Selleck reports that his car's fuel tank exploded on the motorway. He just barely escaped with his seeming, seemingly charmed life. 1973 saw another freak accident when a malfunctioning fuel pump leaked gas over his vehicle and sent flames spewing at him through his vents. Yeah, so his... Okay, I want to put this... Okay. Imagine that a few years ago, not that long ago... Uh, about uh, slightly less than a decade you fell out of a plane then your train literally like in a goddamn cartoon 
<laughs> derails. Uh-huh. Then, again, less than 10 years so far, then your bus, River. Yeah. People die in all of these. <laughs> Not you. Yep. <clears throat> then you get a car. It's the 70s. You're like, <laughs> cars are reliable now. They've been around for a while. Your first one explodes uh-huh. just straight up. You're like, well, that was a fluke. That was a fluke. <laughs> that something was wrong with that one. I'll get my money back and get a different one. Uh-huh. You get a different one. And then it starts to breathe fire at you <laughs> while you drive like it's mad and possessed by the spirit of a dragon. Like, it, like what do you do then? For any, I'm going to live in the store. I, I, listen, I'm not going nowhere. Y'all can come have church here because it's the 70s. I'm going to live in this grocery store on this cot so I can eat. Y'all can fuck right off. <laughs> Fast forward a couple of decades to 1995. So now he's almost 70. I'm three. <laughs> and he's making news again as a Zagreb bus knocks him down. <laughs> so he gets hit by a bus walking the street. He can't even walk. (laughs) He can't even walk. I. Okay, so. Wow. Wow. And they say lightning doesn't strike twice. Apparently, it strikes like six times. (laughs) We're not done. Goddamn. (laughs) The next year came the immortal man's seventh and final famous disaster. A truck came barreling towards him. Uh, barreling towards his Skoda, which is, I guess is a Croatian car, as he drove around a mountain road. This episode ended with Selick leaping free, only to watch in horror from a tree as his car went off the side and exploded. God damn! He's he an action movie hero! Huh? This is- he leapt from yeah. the car. And landed in a tree. Like he le- Okay, that means he left off of a fucking cliff! <laughs> He was done. He He was was like, like, fuck it. Fuck it. (laughs) And then a tree said, nope. He decided when he, in 1970, the first time his first car exploded, he was like, that's (laughs) it. I swear, no vehicle shall ever slay me. (laughs) (laughs) I vow it unto the heavens. So, oh my God, this man is a literally, he's the only person in history with actual plot armor. That's what that is. So is Selick the unluckiest man in human history to have all these disasters befall him? Wow. Or is he actually the luckiest for having survived them? Or is he who inspired fucking Fast and the Furious? (laughs) Like, so is, no, he's gotta be dead. He's gotta be dead now, right? So it's important to remember that there are some doubts about these seven separate claims. Selleck himself certainly made sure to emphasize the drama of his life story and place up the effect these incidents had on him. He states, there came a stage when I was lucky to have any friends at all, he once said. Many stopped seeing me saying I was bad karma. But where does this line between impossible fact and fiction start to blur? Now, it's true that there's a lack of official verification of some of these incidents, the 1963 plane crash and the train crash before it, for instance, and some inconsistencies in the accounts. Now, whether this is down to failing memories, embellishments, tall stories, or something else... Lead poisoning. We may never know the whole truth of this man's extraordinary life. The fact that he... Okay. I will say, though this plane story is unverified, 
There is a more modern plane story where a woman did fall out of a plane from literally flight altitude uh-huh. and did survive. Yeah. And she hit the ground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it was water, but it would have been the same. Yeah. It's what <clears throat> at, at that speed, it does it's not the, matter. Yeah. She yeah. hit anything real hard. Um, so, yeah. I mean, Mythbusters did that, where yeah. it's not that high that you have to be before hitting the water is the same mm-hmm. as hitting concrete. Mm-hmm. So one thing's for certain, though. There was one more amazing piece to the puzzle, one nobody can deny. In the mid-2000s, so now we're pushing 80 now, mm-hmm. uh, as almost 90, I guess, mid-2000s, as though to make up for the horrible, horrible... No, 2009 would be his... In... 80th. 80th. Okay, so yeah. So, as though to make up for his the horrible, horrible deal Lady Luck had given him, Selick won the lottery in Croatia. <laughs> his jackpot was worth around 600,000 pounds. With this, he bought a luxurious home, only to have a change of heart and sell it in 2010. He returned to a humble life with his fifth wife, stating, "At All I need at my age is my Katerina. Money would not change anything. When she arrived, I knew that I was... That I was really that I really did have a charmed, blessed life. So whatever happened along the way, Frank's story has a happy ending. He spent the last of his winnings on a hip operation and on a shrine Aww. to the Virgin Mary in thanks to his good fortune. What I say about church, I said, however, <clears throat> I will say this. Uh, please indulge me for a moment of uh Locker room talk, but not the Donald Trump kind. I bet that dude was slaying puss, dude. He oh, he like had to be. Fully, fully the most fucking... I, I, I'm sorry, ladies, I gotta say it. He was the most slutted up man in Croatia. Like, for real, though, for real. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if a motherfucker came up to you and was like, Hi, my name's fucking uh, Jimmy Stilts, and I fell out of three planes, and I killed the prime minister of Egypt, and you're like, what? And he can prove it. <laughs> it like, like, I mean, I'd sleep with him. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's the most, that's literally most interesting man in the world TM territory. Like, for real. So how did he die? Uh... Peacefully in his goddamn sleep, I bet. <laughs> God wouldn't... uh, Listen, you don't box with the God. (laughs) Even God know that. Uh, I'm not sure. Hold on. He was like, damn, and you built a shrine to to Mary? I got a... Man, you... All right. Okay. Uh, I don't think God would let him in for fear of losing his throne. (laughs) No, no. God is more... God's better than that. (laughs) He died in 2016. Um... God damn. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. He almost made it to 100. <laughs> no. 90. Uh, 19 would have been 90. So he it, was 83? Yeah. It, wow. Yeah. It doesn't say. Uh, he just know. says, even though you go to Wikipedia, it just says he died at the age of 87. 87. So. Three years away from 90. So yeah, we can, we, can, we can assume old age was getting in there. Yeah. Plus, you know, all those times that he survived, maybe his body was like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Shit, we got to make up for this. Hold on. Right. <laughs> that's fucking crazy. That, I, that's I like think how... I yelled through this whole episode. You did. I like... that, that's like how the... You've seen Donnie Darko? No, actually. No, really? <clears throat> oh. That, the universe really wants Donnie Darko dead. Okay. Is Donnie that's... Darko the rabbit? 
It's the movie uh, with the rabbit. The rabbit the is boy, Frank, though. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the boy has a rabbit mask. I do believe the 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 man. I don't know. It's Donnie. Don, Donnie Darko is a very strange movie. You... Why I haven't watched it is because every article that I looked up when I was interested in watching it was like, so you got to watch the movie, then you got to read this dissertation, this dissertation, and this uh-huh. paper, and, and then, then you'll you find the video get it. essay. And I was like, mm, I'm not into it that much. Uh-huh. <laughs> it is really good. Uh, it's got some interesting concepts. But uh... I always wondered if I could watch it and kind of get it, but. I think it's designed so that I could not do that. So it's a yes and no type of thing, right? But so, it feels like it would go like that one episode that we watched of Black Mirror where I was like this fucking close. Uh-huh. <clears throat> yeah. Um it's you're going to you're going to watch it and you're going to be like, "Oh, I get it." And then more information is introduced and you're like, "Whoa, whoa hold hold on and your brain short circuits for a second and you're like okay wait no i don't get it and then you learn some more and you're like maybe i get it <laughs> and that's the donnie darko experience that's how i felt when i was watching it feels like it was joseph gordon levitt <clears throat> i don't think it was though it was a movie i've discussed it before on this podcast it was a movie called like 24 hours or looper no it's not a time travel it was a time stop movie it was this movie about a guy who is like depressed and insomniac and an artist and he's depressed because his art isn't getting recognized because uh, you know it's an art film Uh and his girlfriend leaves him and shit and like he either hallucinates or gains the ability to stop time and then he does the creepiest thing ever which is paint people in various states of undress just like by stopping time in a grocery store ah yeah and it's i think i think the movie because at the end he does an art gallery showing and you see like a couple of paintings, but then most of it is this girlfriend that we haven't seen for most of the movie. So it almost is like, it's confusing because he either hallucinated all the time, stop shit while he was painting this girl that he just got dumped by, or he was able to stop time, painted some people, and then in his off hours, painted a bunch of shit we didn't see him work on. And then he shows it to this girl, and she, like, falls back in love with him at the end. It's really fucking weird. Interesting. I uh-huh. I want to show it to you because it's odd. I'll find it. It doesn't really make sense. Yeah. But also Mr. Nobody. That's where um, the guy, um, Jared Leto, plays um, three different... He plays one guy who has three different lives, and he is now the last living person who is going to die. You said Jared Leto? I believe so. No, thank you. It's, like, fine. (laughs) (laughs) He's an old man for most of it. All right, everybody. So that wraps up uh, this episode. Is Uh, he bad now? Do we hate him now? uh, He's fucking annoying. Oh, that's forgivable, then. Didn't he start a cult? 
Oh, fuck, yeah, he does have a cult. Yeah. So. That's also right. Also a guy from Clueless. The movie Clueless. Okay. Right now, I am going to state on this podcast for posterity. <laughs> if it, who is it again? Jared, Jared Leto. Leto. If Jared Leto's cult has either murdered people or assaulted minors, I I can't watch his movies anymore. However, if his cult is mostly just a commune of hippies having sex with each other and doing drugs, I'm fucking fine with it. I think that's what it is. Like, I'm fine with they that. They mostly wear, like, robes and shit. Yeah, no, it's definitely, like, a weird religious thing. Yeah. But then, that's I'm fine. I'm fine with weird religious. I am not okay with crimes. But Childish Gambino didn't have a cult, but he had kind of like a weird thing going when they were recording because of the internet. Childish Gambino has always had a weird thing going, and it's because he's fucking out there. Say Donald Glover can do whatever he wants. Listen, <laughs> Donald Glover, like me, recognizes the absurdity of the white man's power structure, <laughs> and we're gonna exploit that. To the best of our individual abilities. His might be a lot better than mine, but I'm going to try to exploit you white motherfuckers to give me money. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> All right, everybody. So thank you for listening. And on that note, we are going to take off. So thank you for listening. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.